Hello everybody, welcome back to my podcast, it's Randy Seltzer here. Today we have a special guest, uh, Roberto Palaccia is here, and he is a mortgage professional with Key Mortgage Partners. Welcome Roberto, how are you? Oh, thank you Randy for having me, I appreciate it. No problem, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, today we're going to have a, a discussion and uh, about two things. Number one is how to pay off your mortgage, for those of you who have a mortgage, and number two is how to pay for your kid's education. And um, so that's very interesting. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to want to hear about that. But before we get started on the main topic, uh, Roberto, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you've been in the business for a while here in Mississauga. And uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, business in the mortgage industry. Great, thanks. Uh, I've been a mortgage agent for the last six years. And I'm with a firm. We have an office in Branton. But uh, I do, uh, I am mobile and I work right across Ontario. And I specialize uh, basically in the GTA west out to the uh, Niagara region. And, uh, you know, I have been a Mississauga boy my entire life. Oh, you grew up here? here. Grew up here. Good man. Good man. Decided to stay and raise my family here as well. I'm very proud of that. And, uh, yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. What uh, what made you decide to get into the mortgage business? Of all the different things you could have done, how did you happen to get into that? Yeah, well, originally, you know, as uh, as someone out of school in uh, you know my twenties, I did business originally and worked for some banks. Um, we won't hold that against you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, over time, I realized with all the credentials and everything, you know, giving people advice uh, about all this money that they have uh, at such a young age when I didn't really have any myself uh, wasn't exactly a good fit for me so uh, I decided to get into healthcare and I was a full-time paramedic for about six years yeah. so you oh yeah so you're a paramedic that's right I in, was. the guy in the ambulance helping people guy in the ambulance yeah 911 really? yeah so I did that oh, for quite man. a while and that must then, have been a very intense job it was it was a very good job uh, I literally changed my life uh, I was so glad to be a part of that and still uh, still active in, in other ways uh, in that world, but at that point, I realized I still needed to have a positive impact in people's lives, but maybe not in the nine one one sense. Right. And I decided to uh, get into mortgage lending because I felt that was such a great way to uh, positively impact in someone's life. Well, that's a big switch from being a paramedic to being a mortgage person. That's uh, that's huge, but that's great. That's called a well-rounded life, I think. Yeah. Um, well, the background helped. Right? <laughs> Make the conversion for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, um, so what what drives you? I'm very successful in the mortgage industry. Well, you know, I, I love educating people. You know, I, I think most people don't have um, you know the financial uh, whereabouts to realize that they're more than just a loan payment. You know, like mm-hmm. a, a mortgage is an opportunity to really grow your wealth uh, and owning property. And, and I think a lot of people don't realize that they just kind of consider it a shelter and a cost mm-hmm. of just living a life, but. Right. There is an opportunity there, and, and I love to expand that with people because they soon realize that, yeah, there is a lot more that I can do here uh, to help me and my family. And I can understand that, where most people really don't uh, look beyond the fact that they got to make that monthly payment. So um, that's good. And uh, so I know we talked briefly before we started today, and uh, one of the, we're, we're going to talk today about how to pay off your house, I'm assuming, early. Right. Yeah. Uh, and um, with the price, especially with prices being so high, mortgage amounts being so high these days, tell us a little bit about um, how this is going to work. I know it seems absolutely counterintuitive, but the reality is, if you want to pay off your mortgage and let's say fund your kids' education fund, as well as maybe have a wealthier retirement, 
The reality is you're going to have to take on more debt. The point there is that you would take equity that you built from your actual home that you're living in now, okay. and you would buy an investment that will now then fund those financial milestones, milestones that you have coming up in the future. So it's a game of leverage. Ah. The banks are famous for it, and the reality is, you know, most people just let themselves get used by a bank, right? You just right. pay your payments, they earn the interest, but. Uh, you can be a bank too. You can uh, take money and turn it around and make more money with it. So what you're saying is then a lot of people, they may have bought their house or their property uh, quite a few years ago. And uh, with the rise in prices, there's, they built up a lot of equity. They're sitting on that equity, but they're not really doing anything with it. And what you're suggesting is that they take some of, some of that equity out and use it uh, to buy further investments, but buy more investments so that at the end of the game, uh, they're going to end up with much, much more. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, this is, it's about math, you know, right. and compounding your investment. So you would take money, let's say $70,000 okay. from your current home, and you would reinvest as a down payment for an investment property. And that investment property will grow. And, you know, our historical uh, growth rate in the GTA was about 5% annually for real estate. Right. That's right. a well-known fact. And if, if you just let that compound on the actual total price of what you pay for the property, which right. is the 350 and you only invested $70, you will see that the numbers shape up quite well. That's a great investment because over time, you're growing that at 5% on a total amount. Right. You took only that $70,000 and you're just kind of slowly paying that back or... And uh, having a tenant maybe who will help you to pay it back. Having the tenant will, right. will definitely uh, pay down the current mortgage on the property. So that that uh, gap in between will be your opportunity to earn quite a bit of money. So what? Uh, who would be a, a good sort of target audience for this? Who would be a good person or a, a good demographic that should consider this? Well, ultimately, you know, it's anyone that owns a home should really be doing this because this is this is your opportunity to now accelerate your financial plan. Okay. Um, so if you own a home and if you've owned it for at least five years, you probably built up enough equity to take advantage of the opportunity here. And I always famously ask, you know, if you had an opportunity to buy a second home when you had. Uh, a chance when you were buying your first one, would you take it? Oh man, let me tell you, when I look back in my long career, my 25 years in real estate, that is probably my biggest regret is that I didn't buy more real estate back when it was so easy to do so, when prices were so low. But it still works, doesn't it? If prices are going up 5% per year, and um, so I hear what you're saying. So you take out 70,000, let's say, uh, you're, you're buying 350, so that's a condo, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get your down payment, uh, you get a, a good tenant, either through a good realtor or whoever, and uh, you take just from there, hold it, cash those rent checks every month, and uh, wait for your uh, second property to appreciate in value. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. So in 10 years from now, yes. uh, you might see that grow, let's say, upwards to seven, eight $800,000 as right. an investment in right. itself. So the asset has grown, compounded, right? And your mortgage might be close to half of where it was originally. So let's say uh, it was it's about one hundred and fifty thousand versus the you know close right. to three hundred it was before. That difference is your opportunity. All you invested once was seventy thousand right. dollars, and you've grown that money about ten times. 
yeah, you'll have to pay some taxes and everything is done. Sure. But when it's all said and done, you're going to have a pretty big bank account full of money. And that's essentially how you would pay off your current mortgage, right? So by that time, your current mortgage would be probably close to half where it is now. Right. So you'd be able to pay that off and then uh, also hopefully have some money to fund your kid's education. Ah, that was yeah. the second part of the equation. Here. That is right. Maybe you get that money and having put my daughter through university, man, I know it's expensive. Uh, university school. Yeah, plus living expenses. Right? Living expenses depending on where they're going to school. So yeah. the ability to take some money that essentially isn't coming out of your pocket, right? No after-tax dollars from your paycheck and your savings account. Right. Just taking it from the actual property that's you already own. It's, it's just sitting so there. You're taking right? the bank's money. Right. And you're making more money with it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a very good plan. What about the risks? Are there risks, any risks in doing this sort of thing? You know, risk is such a subjective thing, right? But I like to think, you know, like the bank, right? And so we take their perspective in it. So, Randy, if, if you walked into a bank and said, I had a great business idea, you know, I have $100,000, um, I was hoping that you can give me some money in the form of a business loan. Obviously, a business is a great way to make money, right, on, on top of whatever else you're doing. Sure. Um, what do you think the bank would give you? Just, what, what do you think? Like, just shoot Man, a number up. That's out. a loaded question. It's a, it's a completely a loaded question because... <laughs> I don't think I can answer that. That's yeah, so, you know, so let's say maybe at best case scenario, would you agree maybe they'll give you another 100000 Kind of match yeah, you. Sure. Match your yeah, investment. It makes sense. Right. Makes I mean, you know, I, I right. think that makes that's, sense. I and think I think that's being, the max, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think we're being optimistic with that, yeah. that too. Okay, okay. So, so let's take a, a so nice round figure. Okay, so then, you know, uh, another way obviously to earn money is investing in a, like a portfolio, right? Stock right. market or whatever right. it is that you right. decide right. to invest in. So same idea, if you went to a bank and I said, I have $100,000, right. you know, I'm thinking of managing my own RSP, I got a great strategy. I was hoping that I can uh, fill up my RSP uh, with an extra hundred thousand dollars of your money, what do you think the bank might tell you? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Right? Like maybe, maybe not. Exactly. So right. obviously, these first two um, are opportunities. I think people take and decide on every day. Right. Start a little side hustle. Maybe right. um, you know, try to max out my RSP. So those are those are real things. I think everyday people right. do. So now let's talk about investment property. You go to your bank. You say I have a hundred thousand dollars in equity in my current home, or maybe in my bank account. Right. Um, I was wondering if I can buy a home. How much more would you give me? Well, there's the answer right there, isn't it? Yeah. So mathematically, generally, they'll the, if if you have a hundred grand, they're they're gonna if you can qualify for it, they'll give you an extra four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. That's and that's yep. just that's just fact. Yep. It is. Right. So that's not a question. Yeah. Will it happen? Maybe yep. being optimistic. Right. That that the is love real estate. Exactly. So why would they bank on something, you know, because it's obviously not a lot of risk. And I think, you know, if you look at statistics across the board, you'll see in here all the time how our default rates in Canada are really, really low. Yeah, so true. real estate is a stable form of investment that banks and wealthy people are making a lot of money all the time. And there's no reason why anyone that has some equity in their home couldn't be just like that making money. Be the bank. I totally agree with you, man. Now, I'm a little biased. You know, my bias is towards real estate. I once had a conversation with somebody not long ago who was trying to convince me that the stock market is the place to make money. 
And what I said to him was that, you know, I met a lot of people in my career, and I don't think I ever met anybody who got rich on the stock market ever. Now, I don't work downtown Bay Street, but I don't think I've ever met anybody, truly, who got rich on the stock market. However, I have met many, many, many people who have become wealthy through real estate. And I think that's the answer right there. Absolutely. So, again, I'm a little biased being a realtor myself, but it, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and that's just it, you know, like the anxieties of meeting certain financial milestones in your life are pretty high these days. Mm-hmm. Education is the most expensive it's oh, ever been. Yeah. We all want our kids to go and get great yep. educations. It's true. You know, and then um, you have just worrying about retirement, like yep. and being able to retire. Right. This is how you're going to do it. Buy property, hold on to property, let it grow, let the com- the magic of compounding interest, let that growth happen on that large number that you paid for the asset. Right. But you didn't pay that for the asset. Right. You've only invested a small, well, usually Relative typically 20, 20 25% of, right. of the down payment would be yours. Right. And most of the time, it won't have to come from your savings account, your RSP account. It'll come from an equity loan from the bank directly. So you just have to service that and let it simmer. And um, you know, it's it's the way that you are gonna be able to meet these financial milestones. And it will decrease your your uh, anxiety because you'll have a plan. And it's actually a plan that's set in mortar and stone, <laughs> in brick, it's standing up. You can go and touch and feel it. And heck, even if you have to move into it yourself, you have that ability to do so. It, you're talking to me, man. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I think it's an excellent plan. So how does someone get started to do this? What's the first step? If someone's been living in their house for five to 10 years and they know they've got that equity there in their house, or, or maybe a little longer than 10 years, they paid 300 for it and today it's worth a million. Uh, they know they've got a ton of equity there that's just sitting there. Uh, how do they get started? Let's say they, they say, okay, I'd like to do this. I'd like to try an investment property, maybe a condo, let's say. And so how do they get started? What's the first thing they should do? So the first thing they should do really is um, just Get someone to assess the value of their property, you know, get a real understanding of what it's worth. Of their existing house. Yeah, their existing property they have, you know, those, that's where the opportunity is for people that already own homes. Okay. And of course, your first time buyers and all those guys, they're going to have that opportunity maybe in five years from now. Right. After they've paid down some of their mortgage and also have seen an increase in value. So it's something just to keep in mind now and in the future if you're starting off. But that's the first thing. Just get a good assessment of what your house is worth. Okay. And then take the time to talk to a professional like myself uh, about what the possibilities are for a mortgage. Because that's what the name of the game, right? Leverage. So are you able to actually get the kind of mortgage right. uh, you're looking for that can buy a home, a second home, another right. rental? Uh, and they would still have to go through that process where they have to show some income in order to qualify for the mortgage, just like anybody. But they're getting their down payment from their equity, which Absolutely. is beautiful. And then with uh, the equity of their current home, if they don't have the right product set up, that'd be a part of that whole planning initially of getting mm-hmm. pre-qualified for the loan, understanding that to take on this new equity, we right. may have to make arrangements for the first right. uh, a house that you own right. to get that second one. So kind of planning ahead of time to get that equity out would okay. be really important. It sounds like you've done this before though. So it's the, these are these are definite steps that people can take, that anyone can take with, a, with help of a professional like yourself. 
uh, to, to do it. Yeah, I speak from personal experience. I own properties myself, uh, and I know you know my financial plan moving forward. And I have less anxiety about how I'm going to pay for my kids' for education, you. how I'm going to pay off my mortgage. And I know it, it will have a positive impact in in your life. And uh, I've never met anyone that bought a rental property and didn't think it was a good idea after a few years. Excellent. So, Roberto, that sounds very interesting, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners on the podcast who might be interested in taking a look at that. What's the best way for someone to contact you if they're interested in uh, you know, pursuing this, um, taking some equity out of their current property and maybe getting investment property? Uh, is there a phone number or an email where they can reach you? Yeah, the best, uh, the fastest and easiest way to reach me is either call me or text me on my direct line, 905-466-5023. And that's probably the easiest way. You can also direct message me on Facebook. I'm there as well. Okay. Uh, you can look me up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to put some of the contact information uh, in the comments uh, underneath the podcast so people will be able to reach you there. Now, you told me. Okay. That's great. Well, let's get the business out of the way here. All right. Uh, you told me you grew up in Mississauga. And so you must know the city pretty well. I feel like and, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just wondering, uh, what are your favorite places? Uh, where what are, what are your favorite places to go to in Mississauga with your family and what do you like to do here in this well i love the water so and we enjoy fishing so ah okay me and my uh, two little girls they're nine and seven uh we like to go fishing on the credit excellent a couple good spots we have man i've seen some big fish on that uh swimming up so i don't know if they were salmon or humongous fish yeah we get salmon run on up the credit now park you can just stroll right in there and uh, you know, pretty big, there. pretty big salmon. Yeah. So you know, was, uh, that's what we truly love to do. We love taking walks uh, in on the Port Credit and Streetsville. Some of our smaller little villages that we uh, have in the city. Yeah. So those are probably some of our enjoyable uh, things we like. I to bet do your around. daughters love it when you take them fishing. They must just love that. They don't have any problem. Uh, Touching a, a, a live fish or anything like that? No, they're pretty good. No, they're pretty into it. Yeah, I've uh, slowly have got them to uh, train that they can operate their own poles. And oh, stuff. yeah? So we can actually all three of us fish at once. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. So they're doing pretty good. That's great. Yeah. Um, what about restaurants? What's your favorite restaurant yeah, off the top of your head? What, one of the favorite places to go to in Mississauga? My favorite restaurant is Alioli's. Uh, ah. It's right up Bernie Thorpe and Confederation. Yes. It's an Italian restaurant. It's been I there know it for there, right on the corner by probably Nat- National Bank. Right, right on the corner there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're building all the Rogers yes. buildings oh, right? yeah. and all that stuff. So a lot, a lot of development in the area. But that restaurant's been there for a while, and it's absolutely one of my favorites. We got engaged, uh, me and my wife, at that restaurant. No so, way. Yeah. Really? So we visited in the restaurant. Place. You popped the question. We, I did. Yeah. Oh my god, that's <laughs> super romantic, man. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's our favorite restaurant. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's great, Roberto. So uh, thank you again for being on the podcast today, Roberto Palaccia uh, from Key Mortgage Partners. And it's been a pleasure uh, having this talk today. I hope we get to do it again sometime. And um, is there anything else you want to say or any other uh, questions you have for me? I just wanted to thank you very much for the opportunity to speak today. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my uh, pleasure. Look forward to working with you. Thank you, and welcome again to my series of podcasts on business people in the city of Mississauga. It's a pleasure having you. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye now, folks.